Good morning, everybody. This is uh, Jeff J. Brown, known as J.B. West on the D-Day beaches of Normandy, and I've got my good friend and partner, James Bradley, today. How are you doing, James? I'm J.B. East, and I'm in Saigon, and I'm doing great. It's very, very sunny. And we're having a sunny day here, too, so we don't get many of those in, uh, in the wintertime here in Normandy. James and I have uh, been talking a lot since uh, New Year's and, well, since Christmas and New Year's and uh, have done a couple of shows in the interim. And the month, the first month of 2024 is almost over and we've been reflecting a lot on, on, tw on, on what's going to be happening this year, a look ahead, and wanted to each of us uh, give a few comments. So why don't you go ahead and take it, uh, start out, uh, James? Well... I'd just like to talk about what is happening and look at it realistically and then suggest that what is happening will probably be happening some more, you know? Jeff, you're, can you mute? Oh, I'm sorry. There you go. Let me, let me start again. All right. So I'm just thinking, you know, of, of, realistically looking at what's happening and then um, uh, suggesting that there'll probably be more of what is happening. You know, if the storm has started, it, it might rain some more. And I also want to say, you know, I, I was having lunch with a friend the other day and he was talking some garbage and I said, do you read the New York Times every day? And he said, yes, but I, I read many sources every day. And I, I think the point is, is, if you're able to read the New York Times, Washington Post, watch CNN, MSNBC, you're not going to be able to absorb what I'm going to say. I mean, you won't be able to accept it, probably. Um, you know, even if you're, if you're able to make the propaganda that's government organs, the BBC, CNN, New York Times, Washington Post, you know, that's not what's going on. That's what we're told to think of what's going on. And I want to present kind of a different look that, you know, we look at many things that are happening and we say, oh my goodness, when is this ever going to end? And I want to suggest that many of the things that we think are problems are actually huge benefits to many people, you know? Uh, for example, the the national debt, oh my God, it, Marge, look it, it's $34 billion. When are we gonna, and then every politician, you know, we gotta cut and then we'll cut over here and we'll cut. Well, how come I'm almost 70 years old and they've been talking about this for 70 years and they never do, you know, the debt does not go down. Well, why is that? You know, it's presented as a problem all the time. And I want to suggest that it's a, a huge positive benefit to many people, not sick people, not, not bad people, but people who want bigger houses and they want to pay tuitions and mortgages and, you know, a lot of people. If, you know, the Federal Reserve is a private institution that is owned by private banks. Now, folks, it's not my fault. You're the one that's allowing it. You're the one that's imagining that it's a federal institution. 
but it's a private institution and it's owned by private banks. And guess what? If there's more debt, these private banks make more money. Why would you ever think the debt is going to go down when the largest producer of money in the world, the Federal Reserve, is owned by private banks? We're paying a trillion dollars in interest. You see, when I say that, the, the synapses in your brain say, oh, that's a problem, because the Washington Post and the CNN always presents it as a problem. I'm presenting it as a wonderful thing to many people, not to me, not for the good of society, but but a trillion dollars in debt payments? Folks, imagine that. A trillion dollars, do you realize that, folks? Right now, the federal government is paying $1 trillion in interest on the $34 billion of debt. That's magic money. Nobody has to produce scooters or sh shoes or shirts or, or build schools for that. Nobody has to write proposals and work hard. It's just magic money. It's a trillion dollars worth of debt payment. You know, that's a wonderful to the people running the Federal Reserve. They won't tell you, but it's very positive. Now, folks, the number one producer of money is the Federal Reserve, right? They're unaudited. Why? Not because of some bad people, because of you. You will not read Ron Paul's book and the Fed and realize that you're getting uh, creamed by the Federal Reserve and they're stealing your money. The number one producer of money in the world is the Federal Reserve and they're unaudited. Folks, give me a lot of money in a company and I never have to have an audit. Do you think there'd be any shenanigans in there? Well, we let the number one producer of money have no audit. Now, who do they give that money to? What's the number one institution they give money to? Folks, if you can't answer that, you're watching too many NFL games. You're not paying attention. This is about the number one recipient of money in the world. Who is that? It's called the DOD, Department of Defense. Folks, the Department of Defense has never been audited. In 2014, they passed a, Congress passed a law, you must be audited, you listen to us, you have to audit. So every year, the Department of Defense goes to Congress and says, boy, we tried to audit, but we just, oh, golly gee, we couldn't. Come on, folks, you're allowing the number one recipient of money, the DOD, to be unaudited. Now. You know, look at Catherine Austin Fitz and Mark Skidmore. They have documented that the federal government has stolen $21 trillion in magic money that they just printed and made up and didn't account for. Uh, uh, Secretary of Defense Rumsfeld testified in front of Congress on September 10th that the DOD can come up with $3.4 trillion. And then get what the next day 911 happened and the part of the Pentagon uh, that was the auditing that had all the records on this blew up come on folks wake up debt is a wonderful thing to many many people how many hundreds of thousands of people work in the Department of Defense how many 
tens of thousands of public relations people does the Department of Defense have, uh, uh, you know, working with CNN? And, uh, well, we saw when Elon Musk took over uh, Twitter, it was all full of FBI agents. Come on, folks. The government is running your media. The government is uh, running uh, most everything. So Dwight D. Eisenhower said, in the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarded influence by the military industrial complex. We must also be alert to the equal and opposite danger that public policy could become captive of a scientific technological elite. So these two things he weren't warned about, military industrial complex and scientific technological elite, they have come together. You know, because of World War II, for the first time, we militarized the scientific community. Come on, you scientists, help us uh, with napalm, help us with the atomic bomb. And Eisenhower was trying to push back at this joining of science and the military. Well, what did we do? We didn't pay attention and we allowed it to join. Folks, when COVID suppo supposedly hit the world a few years ago, why did every government, all of a sudden, why were they able to repeat the same thing? You've got to get vaccinated. That's the only way we can have freedom. You must be vaccinated. Here's our vaccination goal. Why, why would the government get out in, in, in front of that? Well, why were government people saying that? The COVID situation, the bioweapon, that was a military scientific situation. And you might tisk tisk at the number of people wounded, the number of people dead. There were billions of dollars made by this. And again, I don't want you to get off easy by saying, oh yeah, there's some bad, you know, those bad people who, who would do that. I can't believe people would be, come on. There are hundreds of thousands of people working in this situation who are making a, a, a tremendous amount of money. They're paying, they're your next door neighbor. And many of them think that they're doing good. You know, go to your local pharmacy. When it says get a shot, they don't have a, a cross and skull bones on it. They've got smiley kids rolling up their sleeve. The military scientific industrial complex has taken over. Take a look at what they're doing. Right now, look inside the United States. If you go to the southern border right now, you will see that the federal government is pushing for more illegal aliens to come in. I'm in Vietnam. They, 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 you know, if one illegal alien comes in, he's jailed. Illegal, you can't, a country cannot have illegal aliens with no papers, no passport, no health record. When I went around the world in 1975, I hitchhiked around the world, 21 countries by the time I was 21, I had to have a health record. I had to have a passport. People have to see who you are. Letting millions of people into the country that we don't know who they are, and I'm all for immigration. That's wonderful. It's illegal immigration that, that we're talking about. And the reason we say illegal immigration is because it's illegal.
why would the U.S. government be pushing for it and the states are pushing against it? Why? Why would the government that pushed bioweapons on us, why would they do that? Look what the U.S. government is doing outside the borders. There's 500,000 500, dead Ukrainians. There's over 1 million wounded Ukrainians. So if you're a normie and you read the New York Times, you read, oh, Congress is debating whether to give Ukraine another $68 billion. Oh, my goodness, we gave Ukraine $130 billion, so you're being, you're, you're, that's a joke. You're, 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 you don't know what's going on if you believe that. We didn't give that money to Ukraine. We gave it to your next door neighbor. We gave it to your sons and daughters who are uh, uh, working, uh, doing research for Lockheed or Raytheon or, or, or British Air or, or whatever. These are all, or Pfizer. These are all military industrial companies. Your nephew got a job at CNN. They're working for the US military folks. And, you know, we're not giving money to Israel. What do you think? You think we really like ship money to Kiev and then Kiev can think, oh, let's see, what will we do with this? Uh, maybe we'll buy Iranian drones or maybe we'll buy uh, missiles from, no, 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 no. America gives the money to the people down the street at Lockheed and then Lockheed uh, uh, recycles that money, sends some equipment out to Ukraine. How good it is and what it is, we don't care. We don't audit it. And then, and then Lockheed has a huge uh, party, uh, fundraising party for politicians. And I mean, wake up, folks. You know, it's not campaign contributions; it's bribes. Why is the U.S. government? government buying so much ammunition and guns, 80,000 or whatever the number is, IRS agents, they're all taking weapons training. Why would the U.S. government say, let's buy, and by the way, folks, just Google this if you want, the, the billions of bullets that the Department of Homeland Security is buying and all the weapons. Why are these domestic agencies purchasing weapons? And then they say that they want gun control for the citizens. Why do they want the citizens to have fewer arms, and they want uh, the and they want the government to have more arms? Huh? Why don't you think about that? Why is the why do we have a hundred and whatever billion dollars to give Ukraine and money for all the money that Israel wants for? or weaponry to go to Lockheed, but we can't afford to redo our bridges. And our airports are looking third world. And we have potholes all up. How come we have such a terrible infrastructure, but we have all this money to, quote, send overseas? Well, the answer is we're not sending it overseas. We're sending it next door to your neighbor who's making a hell of a lot of money in the government scientific uh, a complex. You know, I, got, I have an article right here. U.S. military buildup since Gaza war 
has cost $1.6 billion. Folks, you know, if you're a real estate agent, you make 6%. So let's say you're the uh, account executive on this $1.6 billion. Hmm. 10% of one point, that'd be 160 million. Hmm. Did someone get a $100 million commission on this $1.6 billion? You bet they did, folks. And then there's profits on that $1.6 billion. And again, if you're gonna slough this off as you know bad people doing bad things, no, this is you and your neighbors and it's us. We're allowing this. With this is being done every day by Americans. Those babies dying in Gaza and those 500,000 Ukrainians, that's the responsibility of me and you. We're paying for this. We're allowing it to happen. We're not stopping it. We're not rioting in the street. So folks, I think if you look at what's happening, it's genocide on the outside. Come on, Israel just went to court over genocide. That, that's not genocide to have pregnant Ukrainian women in the, in the trenches. If America had not stoked that war and funded it, we wouldn't have had that situation. Russia was in peace talks with Ukraine uh, two weeks after uh, the war started in Istanbul, and Biden sent uh, uh, Boris Johnson over to Istanbul to say to Ukraine, don't agree with that. Why? We need more war. We need the money. The money people, you have to look at the Oval Office. I've been there a number of times. And you got to look at the president in the Oval Office. And like he's, he, when he walks outside the Oval Office, there's seven lions there. And he has to feed them. One is Pfizer. One is Lockheed. One is Raytheon. One is Moderna. He has to feed these huge military scientific lions. And if he doesn't, he's not going to be president. Look what happened to JFK. So folks, outside the American borders, it's genocide. Inside, it's democide. Democide is when the government turns on the people. Gee, I'm exaggerating. I'm making it up. Look at a chart of American life expectancy. It's going down. Folks, I was born in 1954. It's 2024. Science has done remarkable things. We're being told we have all these vaccines and miracle products and wonderful companies, and American life expectancy is going down. It's democide. There are 600,000 dead Americans as a result of the bioweapon, 17 million worldwide. It's democide inside the borders and it's genocide outside the borders. Now, let me cheer you up. You know, in World War II, the biggest killing in world history, most of the world wasn't affected. I did research for World War II in China. You know, I'm in Nanjing talking to people who got raped and killed and cut up and, oh my God, the Japanese are terrible. Then I went out in, into the countryside way out uh, uh, west in uh, China and I'm talking to Chinese, what's a Japanese? What's a World War II? You know, they were completely unaffected. So my father was on Iwo Jima killing a Japanese and my mother was in Appleton at university studying the Obo. Her World War II was studying the Obo. You know what I mean? 
So it isn't doom and gloom. Yes, it's democide inside these Western countries and it's genocide on the outside. But the, uh, the people who study these uh, cycles, people like Charles Nenner, you should be listening to, and Martin Armstrong, and the guy who wrote the fourth turning, Neil Howe, the fourth turning, read it. You'll see that this is cyclical. And we grow, and then we die, and then we grow again. And we're in a war cycle. And we're, we're going to have a tremendous amount of people dying over the next two to three years. And it, the, the, the uh, smoke should clear by about 2030. And if there's 8 billion people in the world right now, they're estimating that 2 billion will die. But that's 6 billion that are going to live. I'm going to live. And maybe if you stop reading the New York Times, you're going to live. So that's a little uh, look at what I have going on in the world, Jeff. Wonderful presentation, James. I really appreciate it. And I like that little ray of light at the end because uh, we're going to need it here in Europe. I'm, you know, it's um, really bizarre living here. And I am a French citizen. I'm an American and a French citizen. And, and to see how Europe you know, it, it continues to be used as a sacrifice zone by by the by their American overlord, you know, the the, the United States is really. Um, I think you know, after you say maybe after 2030, when 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 the clouds break and the sun maybe hopefully shines again, they'll be doing. At, at the Wharton School of Economics and at the London School of Economics, they'll be doing. Show, they'll be doing classes about how Europe um, allowed itself to be literally uh, destroyed by the United States. And that's what we're seeing. It's being deindustrialized. Inflation is going through the roof. Uh, people are, uh, restaurants can't stay open uh, uh, as much as they want because so many people have died and have been injured from the, uh, from the vaccines the the mrna western vaccines uh, uh people can't hire their uh, small businesses uh, can't stay open as much as they want because they can't find people to work for them uh and so we have you know we we have this incredible and, and also they're right now they're 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 insisting they're pushing 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 for more money for ukraine uh, trying every which way to uh, frustrate Russia. R Ukraine is already lost. Uh, the Russia Russia won the day it, it crossed the border from uh, from Russia into Donbass, and uh, it's it's really shocking to see, and and uh, it's it's especially shocking because Europe for. 500 years from the 15th century to the 20th century was the overlord of the rest of the world. Um, you know, South America, uh, Africa, uh, Asia, Oceania, and of course the, the Europe spawn of the Americans in North America. And uh, well, we can throw in the Canadians too with, uh, with their, uh, with their, uh, uh, wiping out uh, uh, the uh, the native populations in North America, and so you would think you would think that the Europeans would be able to see this. You would think, well, isn't this what we did to the rest of the world for 500 years, and so, and for the last 75 years, the United States 
has been doing it to Europe. Uh, it's, it's tragic to see. It's not fun living here uh, and actually experiencing it. Uh, and, and I just, uh, I don't know, I don't know, you know, what the prognosis is going to be for Europe, but it's going to be a lot worse before it, before it gets better. Uh, the leadership here uh, uh, is absolutely, or they're dwarves. Uh, they, they're just pawns of uh, NATO. They're pawns of the city of London. They're pawns of Wall Street. And the, la the la at least in France, the last administration that we had here that even gave, that gave, that gave any notion, you know, of caring about, about the French people was Jack Chirac. And that ended in 2007 when uh, Sarkozy got elected and he was CIA, let, the NATO, let NATO back in, and then Hollande and uh, Macron. It's just, it's awful. And Germany's no better. England's no better. I mean, look at, look at the leaders here in Europe. They're pathetic. You know, when you compare them to like leaders in China, Vietnam, uh, you know, North Korea, uh, you know, uh, look, look, look at, you know, Maduro standing up, you know, <laughs> standing up to Western Empire, you know, Bolivia, Yemen fighting, you know, against what, you know, what, <laughs> that's real leadership. You know, our, our, leader, our leaders here in, in, in Europe are absolutely repugnant. And in fact, Sarkozy and Hollande and Macron should all be tried for treason against the people of, uh, of France and hanged. So that's the, the bad news about uh, Europe. Uh, there, there, there is some interesting developments, you know, for 2024, looking ahead. The farmers here in France are, you know, rising up. Uh, they are also rising up in uh, Germany, and they have tried in the past in Holland, and they were crushed in Holland. Uh, maybe they will come back. Uh, this is all the World Economic Forum uh, agenda 20, the UN Agenda 2030, trying to get rid of of, of uh, animal agriculture and 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 uh, <clears throat> uh, cut down on food production uh, to supposedly for the environment, but it's nothing more than a fig leaf to kill people. As you said, democide in the United States, democide in Europe, same same mRNA vaccines, same. Well, I guess maybe in, in the United States, it's not so obvious of them trying to destroy agriculture, but they are definitely trying to destroy animal agriculture here in, in Europe. And the good news is, is that they've done, uh, they have done surveys just this week, and 90% of the French support the farmers, even though they're blockading highways and roads, and now they're, they're going to now they're, they're taking their tractors to go to Charles de Gaulle Airport uh, outside of uh, Paris uh, to uh, surround Rangis. And Rangis is where all the, all the global agricultural goods, you know, are flown in, like, you know, cut flowers from Kenya and, and uh, you know, pineapples from Uganda and, and, and all, the, all these uh, uh, foods from around the world that are, that are, that are, that are, are, are being forced upon uh, uh, French, the French farmers and the French people by the European Commission uh, with all of this, uh, you know, this so-called globalization. So they're rising up. Uh, 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 Iran, and, and again, you know, James, the parallels between the United States and Europe are just unbelievable. 
they're not opening the floodgates like Biden is doing, but they're just they're just you know a, a couple of million a couple of million uh, immigrants have entered uh, uh, Europe illegally uh, just in in the last two or three years, but they don't come across the the Rio Grande River like they are in in uh, the United States, but they're coming by boat and of course from 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 Africa. And then they're also coming, you know, you know, from from the from West Asia, the the Middle East, because of the nonstop wars and Ukraine. We've got you know hundreds of thousands, of, well millions of Ukrainians that have flooded into uh, the into 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 Western Europe uh, and Eastern Europe. And so it's, there's a lot of similarities between uh, the United States and uh, Europe. The um, but the difference is is that the U.S. is now Europe's overlord, and there are a lot of people who would like to get along with Russia here, but they can't because the United States is dictating dictating the terms with NATO. Uh, and then, of course, as you said, money, money, money. The you know the city of London is making money on all these wars. Wall Street's making money on all these wars, and so I'm I'm hopeful that. That that you know maybe these the farmers will will light a spark among the people here in Europe uh, to rise up against uh, the World Economic Forum, uh, the UN Agenda 2030, uh, the uh, and uh, uh, people here are also outraged. They they after months and months and months of negotiation, they passed some laws that um, tr were, would try to curb immigration. Uh, and then the the, the, the council, the, the council uh, the, that the, the French executive council that reviews all laws that are passed, kind of like the queen does or the king does in England and can abrogate them. They abrogated all the laws uh, that uh, would curb immigration. So uh, uh, there's going to be an uproar there and, 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 a pub, and, and a popular reaction there. I'm just, I keep waiting for something, you know, to happen. You know, like you're saying to the Americans, wake up, wake up, wake up. I would say the, the Europeans are, are more, you know, awakened than they are in the United States. But we still, you know, there's still not a spark to, to try, to, to, try to, to overturn the system. Clearly, the European Union needs to, to die. Uh, there needs to be a Frexit. France needs to leave. <laughs> France, France needs to leave, and uh, and it, it just it, it need it, it needs to die, and and that's going to take time, but that's the ultimate goal for I think for all of us here who want uh, our freedom and our and our liberty and to grow what we want and to eat what we want and to uh, and to and and to you know not not be forced to to take genetic mutation jabs for, um, you know, uh, because Brussels, you know, has, has imposed that on all of the countries in Europe. So that's the situation in Europe. You mentioned Israel, of course. Israel is, is you know, is the has been since uh, at least 1948, although the, the genocide started in 1917 with the Balfour Declaration with the Rothschilds and the British government uh, and then the United States joining in to create Israel starting in 1917. So the genocide has been going on now for a hundred and a hundred and what, seven years, something like that. 
and uh, uh, but you know Israel as it is today is 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 the crown jewel of, of Western imperialism and what is Western imperialism as James says said it's military it's NATO and it's money it's the city of London and it's Wall Street that's Western imperialism NATO the city of London and Wall Street are what are driving uh, all, all of these wars because it's very, very profitable. As James uh, said, and, and I think it was maybe our last show or the, our next to the, our next to the last show, it doesn't matter that we lost in you know Afghanistan. It doesn't matter you know that that uh, uh, nothing you know we we uh, you know we're going to you know lose in Ukraine. Look at the billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars that, that are being made by Wall Street and NATO and all the people, as James says, who are working for uh, the military-industrial complex uh, in media and, and uh, manufacturing and sales, etc. Uh, but I, I, I do have hope. I mean, you can see, obviously, Ukraine is lost to the West. They can try to, the West, the, uh, thank, thank goodness for uh, the, the new, uh, 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 the new, uh, uh, was it the Speaker of the House, Mike, jo Mike Johnson, I think. Uh, you know, they've, the, uh, they've cut off funding for Ukraine. Europe is going around uh, uh, President Orban of, of Hungary and is going to go back door and get another 68 billion in money, as you know, supposedly to uh, to feed uh, the, to to for, for Zelensky to buy another mansion in Florida. And uh, but it clearly, I'm very optimistic that uh, that Ukraine is going to. Uh, go towards, you know, more and more towards Russia. How far they will advance? Are they going to go to Kiev? I don't know. But I think we can chalk one up for uh, uh, a, a victory against, at least at least strategically, maybe not financially. As James says, they're all making money, you know, hand over fist in, the U in Ukraine. But... Um, at least we can chalk up a victory against you know NATO against NATO and Western imperialism in Ukraine this year. As awful as the um, NATO, of course, is using Israel as a proxy, just as it is using Ukraine as a proxy against Russia. NATO is using Israel as a proxy against uh, the the Arab world in West Asia, and. Uh, as, as awful as the Holocaust is, and it's revolting, and, and of course the United, uh, the United States and, and Israel and its, um, and, and its, uh, its satraps will uh, ignore the ruling from the International Court of Justice, and uh, they'll keep right on going. It was amazing the day after the, IC, the International Court of Justice came out to... Uh, 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 ordered Israel to uh, do anything, everything it can to avoid genocide. Uh, uh, six countries or seven countries came out and all of them, America, Canada, um, you know, the uh, Britain, France, you know, the, the usual culprits, Netherlands, etc., the, the, the Western imperial countries came out and announced that they are going to uh, stop funding the uh, United Nations food program. 
uh, which, uh, which, which, which is going to help feed uh, Palestinians so that, they can, so that they can starve more Palestinians. As awful as it is, uh, they, they, the, Israel has already lost, uh, NATO has already lost in, in Gaza. They cannot defeat, they cannot defeat the, 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 the Palestinians. Uh, and now, since that's been such a miserable failure, they're going to ramp it up in Lebanon. And as you say, the war is going to continue. They're going to try to go against Hezbollah in Lebanon. They already got their asses whipped in 2006 by Hezbollah. And Hezbollah is much, much stronger today than it was, <clears throat> what now, 2016, 20, 17 years ago. And uh, so, but again, people are making money. Uh, the United States is talking about finally pulling out of Iraq and maybe Syria, but now they're going to be spending more money trying to bomb and destroy Yemen. It's like whack-a-mole, you know, with, with these wars. Uh, and, they, and, and, uh, and we could even get into Africa, what they're doing in Africa, you know, with all the color revolutions there with Ethiopia and Sudan, uh, etc., uh, so, uh, Western Empire is, is still on a rampage across the world. Uh, and again, people are making money. A lot of people are making money and a lot of people are dying, but they're, they're just, they're just sacrifices for, you know, the bottom line. That takes us to the other crown jewel of, uh, of, uh, of Western Empire in the East. Uh, Israel is the crown jewel in the West and, and the crown jewel in the east, of course, is Taiwan. And, uh, and don't believe the headlines. Uh, Taiwan, uh, the 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 end the independence, the pro-U.S. group lost badly in Taiwan. No matter how the Western big lie propaganda machine wants to present it, they lost big time. Uh, clearly, the Taiwanese do not want war. Uh, but the problem, the problem for the Taiwanese is, is that ta the Taiwan government is a satrap of, uh, of Washington. And if Washington wants to go to war against China, then Taiwan will not have much choice. They could always pull, do a false flag like a Gulf of Tonkin uh, in Vietnam. Uh, they could do something like that and, and, trigger, and trigger a war. Uh, but I think, thank goodness, and again, 99% of the people around the world don't know this, but China and, the, and North Korea have a mutual defense treaty uh, that was just renewed a couple of years ago. Uh, they've had one since 1961. Uh, and uh, so if the United States does try to go to war against China uh, to and, and using again they, the, the it's the same model it's the same it's the same modus operandi Taiwan is a proxy you know for the United States you know to to try to to try to you know to, to go to war just like Ukraine with Russia uh, Israel with uh, with uh, the Arab world and Taiwan, you know, will be the, be the proxy in the east. But uh, the, if if that happens, you can the, uh, the North Koreans will not hesitate to immediately uh, invade South Korea 
and uh, and North Korea, of course, has hyper hypersonic missiles. They've got inter, intercontinental ballistic missiles that can wipe out not just the west coast of the United States, but also the east coast of the United States. So that should be a, a very frightening prospect, no matter what the profits might be. <laughs> No matter how many commissions they might get on all those on all those military sales, uh, you know, 1.2 million, you know, ideologically primed uh, North Korean soldiers pouring across the 38th parallel into South Korea uh, would uh, be devastating uh, for uh, <laughs> for the West. And you know, what 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 are the what are those 30,000 U.S. soldiers going to do again? <laughs> stationed in South Korea against 1.2 million, you know, uh, 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 Marxist, Marxist trained, <laughs> Marxist trained revolutionary, you know, North Korean soldiers and their hundreds of thousands of missiles and rockets. So, you know, so I think, you know, as far as Taiwan, they're going to push it and push it and push it. But they, they must know that, that, uh, that, North Korea would immediately attack South Korea and uh, would probably also immediately attack uh, Japan because it is also an adversary against uh, against North Korea. So I'm relatively optimistic that nothing's going to happen as a hot war in Taiwan. I, I hope Biden is not stupid enough to, to, to do something about that before November 2024. Uh, but of course, they could steal the, the election again, just like they did in 2020, and he could he could be there for another four years. But um, so I, all overall, you know, and, and you know, James is optimistic too. I think we should all be optimistic. Um, uh, I, Western Empire, after 500 years of colonialism and rape and plunder of of the vast majority of the world's uh, resources and peoples and you know, it's it, it 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 is it is going down. It is declining, and the world, you know, with China, Russia, DPRK, Iran, um, you know, Venezuela, Bolivia, you know, Cuba, Eritrea, Vietnam, all you know, ASEAN, um, you know, the 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 Southeast Asian uh, group. Uh, they they all want multipolar. They all want multipolar. Win win mutually beneficial uh, cooperation between each other and which is not possible with Washington, Paris, London and Berlin uh, 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 destroy you know destroying everything that they can get their hands on including themselves as you, James said democide in the in, in the West you know and uh, uh, yeah democide in the West and then you know genocide outside of the West. But I'm I'm relatively I'm op, actually optimistic. I, I mean I really think that you know the, that that uh, Ukraine and Palestine and uh, the, the 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 fact that the, the United States really can't do anything with Taiwan uh, uh, more than just you know piss off piss off China and and worry Vietnam and worry Malaysia and worry you know all the other countries around them. Uh, I'm, I'm relatively, relatively optimistic. Um, I, 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 what was the what was the uptake on the uh, new uh, the, the latest 
mRNA injections for COVID, uh, I think only like two or three percent, you know, people are getting smarter uh, about, uh, about, you know, the fact that their governments are trying to kill them. Uh, and uh, everybody out there should be, and should be reading Substacks by Steve Kirsch and, and also by uh, Mark Crispin Miller. And, and uh, James actually put me on Mark Crispin Miller's, although I already knew, I, I had already subscribed to Steve Kirsch, but Mark Crispin Miller's is just a hoot. It's, it's kind of a sad hoot. It's a morbid hoot, but it's a, it's a hoot to, to see, to, 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 to get his, to get his Substack newsletters and just to see the, the, the unbelievable carnage among the well-known and the famous and the rich and the powerful. Uh, because of the uh, because of the mRNA injections, uh, and uh, so I'm you know don't 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 get any more jabs, don't get any more shots, don't even get a flu shot. They're now putting mRNA uh, genetic mutation, just the same thing that they're 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 now in the influ the annual influenza shots or mRNA. They're going to kill kill a lot of people, a lot more people. Don't get any more shots. Quit reading the New York Times. Quit reading. Uh, the Washington Post quit watching the C quit quit watching the BBC CNN uh, quit reading the the the, the Guardian and uh, listen to people like James and me and and some other some other really uh, uh, excellent uh, 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 people out there who are telling the truth about what's going on and uh, we'll have a good year of the of the Dragon 2024 it's the it's the Wood Dragon. Uh, the the wood dragon this year and uh, Tet's coming up in Vietnam and on February 10th and it's just going to be a good year I think that's all I have James okay well happy new year to everybody and uh, let's all survive and have a better year this is JB East signing off and JB West signing off as well bye bye